When you use a word picture, what it does is people get caught up in the story and it goes right over their defenses and right into their heart. That's Dr. John Trent, and he joins us along with Dr. Greg Smalley today on Focus on the Family. And your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller. You know, communication is such an important part of every relationship. Um, You want to be heard and clearly understood, especially when expressing your feelings and those innermost thoughts. Um, Maybe um, even some tough things. Uh, Here at Focus on the Family, we want to help your relationship, your marriage thrive in Christ. That's what we're about. Uh, Paul tells us in Colossians 4, 6, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So today, we're going to teach you how to season your words with some salt. And I got to confess, I'm not always good at this. If you're an expert, uh, that's great. But we have two people today who are going to help us better understand it. Yeah, and these gentlemen are so good at using words effectively and powerfully. And uh, years ago, Dr. Gary Smalley and John Trent wrote a a superb book called The Language of Love, and it has helped so many people. It's sold over a half million copies. And Jim, it's revised and updated, and Focus on the Family is re-releasing it. 500,000 copies. That is huge. And uh, there is so much great content in here. And for those that don't remember the Language of Love book, uh, you're going to be acquainted with some great ideas on how to bring some color to your relationship. Mm. Uh, John and Greg, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks. thanks. Great to be here. Now, John, I got to ask you, you worked all those years with Greg's dad, Gary yeah. Smalley. Now to work with Greg. I mean, this is kind of fun. Greg, to carry your dad's legacy forward here at Focus, you're our marriage expert, you and Aaron, your wife working together here. This is kind of awesome to see the two of you together. It is fun. I mean, I remember the very first job I really ever did was working John in my dad's book table. They're married to me. So I'd be taking <laughs> How about that, John? Money. How's that making you feel? <laughs> that's well, all. That's the, you're the only reason it made a half million. Probably. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, where's that's my cut hard. of that again? Yeah. Where's but that? Ju- it's such great uh, legacy there. Well, it is, and and uh, so it's kind of like a reunion tour. You know, Grateful Dead are still going. We're still going. You know? And uh, we are but, grateful. Yeah, we are Quite grateful. We're alive. Yeah. Well, that's good. As we dive into this, the the crux of the book, John, that you and Gary did, and Greg, you're forward in the book, and you know, working together, collaborating, is that idea of word pictures. Yeah, and I I don't you're obviously uh, good at that. I don't know that everybody is. But you're going to equip us uh, today to think about how to do that. Yeah. Well, um, let me give you an example. You started off by saying communication's tough. Now, Greg, you'd agree with that for most people, right? I, I mean, uh, and, you know, John Fuller never has trouble with communication. And you don't, Jim. <laughs> but but um, I remember when I was first married, um, I have a wonderful, awesome wife. I was, uh, in, I was working full-time in a church. I was in my doctoral program, and I was in three softball leagues because I needed an outlet, right? I mean, you know, you have to— <laughs> Three uh, yeah, softball and, leagues? Um, yeah, travel teams. And so Cindy was saying, well, we're not talking anymore. And, and I go, well, come to my games. We can talk on the way to my games. And that wasn't flying really well, you know, and we just kept getting more distance and angry. And then guess what happened? Is uh, now, you know, Gary Smalley did word pictures back with Corey Tinboom, who really taught him how important pictures were. Huh. But where I learned about word pictures the first time was from my wife, 
who now we're really strained out. This is our first year of marriage. I'm working at a church, but I mean, we are in horrible shape. And I, I, uh, her dad was a builder and she had to get up early and help feed her dad. And she would get up early and cook me breakfast, you know? So I show up one morning, guess what's on the table is, well, no, is a book. (laughs) <laughs> it's a big, thick okay. psychopathology, psychopathology, which is really bad, textbook. Okay, so how, how sick can you be? So there's no, no, no eggs, no bacon. It's a book. And so I, I go, well, okay, what's this? And she goes, well, you know, this is breakfast today. I go, I, I don't understand. She goes, well, actually, this is our relationship. And I go, uh, help me with this. And she goes, well, remember how you took this last semester and you couldn't wait to just read every page and, you know, you had tests and you just spent all this time with it. But where is it now? Well, you know where it was? I was using it as a doorstop in my study. Oh. And she goes, now I feel like you've finished that course. You're on to the next course. But that book doesn't really mean anything. And I feel like uh, in our marriage – you know, I'm that's that's who she was. Was I used to explore her? I used to talk to her. Read every her. page. Yeah, and now it's like you're on the shelf, and I'm doing the important things now that we're married. And I'm telling you, I my head dropped, and you know, I wrestled in college. I, I it was like getting beat up. But what it was really was a word picture went over my defenses because she had said the same thing a dozen times at different volume levels. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But boy, that one word picture, and I thank God this is the best part of the story is, you know, I finally lift up my head. I just said two things. I go, number one is I ask your forgiveness. I am really sorry. And I said, what's, so what's one thing I could do to open up the book? And that started our discussions. Uh, Do you see what I'm getting at? Absolutely. So today we want to help people who are having, not just having trouble with relationships. I mean, we'll talk about how to praise people and and encourage them because, you know, Greg, you can use a word picture to clarify things, right? Yeah. I mean, you do that with Aaron, I think. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that what's fun about doing the show is that John, when I was in college dating my wife of now 26 years, Aaron, she asked me, how do you, where's this going? How do you feel about me? And I just was, uh, well, uh, like <laughs> you, what? You're fun to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> she told that. me I had a good personality. Which I'm not sure what that means. Death blow. I actually went to John and said, okay, Aaron's asking this. You know, I'm not sure quite how to express. I, 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 want, I wanted to really get it. He helped me come up with a word picture. And it was around this story of this kind of fictional account of this young Pacific Islander guy who wanted to ask for the girl's hand in marriage. But the tradition was you had to give so many cows, like one cow, very plain, two cows, better, three cows, you know, awesome, four, never happened. Well, he gives like eight cows for this very plain, ordinary girl. And it's a great story that that, that she actually became you know, this beautiful woman just based on his value and the way that he <laughs> so saw her. So Aaron relate so, so I go to her. So of our relationship. I'm, I'm like a cow. cow. We're, we're at Marie Callender's, you know, having some pie. And, and, and I said, hey, I want to get back to you. We were talking about this. And I said, Aaron, to me, you were like a 10-cow woman. <laughs> I know where I wanted to go. And she went, what? Yeah, you know, yes. like, you think I'm fat? What? what? <laughs> right. So as I explained the story of the eight cows, I said, I wouldn't just give eight cows for you. I'd give 10 cows for your hand. I said, I I think that much of you, you are so valuable to me. And it was within 
months that we were actually engaged. So John helped me come up with this great word picture <laughs> that that took our that moved our relationship forward. So thank you. Well, let me ask you, why do word pictures work so effectively? Um, you know, what's the secret power behind them? Well, um, you know, it's interesting, but, you know, you look at the Lord. Now, here's something amazing. Until I dove into this, um, guess what? 46 times in the New Testament, Jesus uses what? Parables. 46 times. I mean, you know, he talks about, you know, new cloth and an old coat. Remember that? Or yeah. new wine, new uh, wine in wineskins. You know, don't take that lamp and put it under a, a a basket. You know, the different kinds of soils. When, But who is he talking to primarily? People that really didn't want to hear a word he was saying. A lot of times the Pharisees and Sadducees. So when you use a word picture, what it does is people get caught up in the story and it goes right over their defense and right into their heart. Well, I think that paints the picture perfectly that Jesus was going for the heart. Yeah. I mean, to have head knowledge is good, but it's not as good as heart knowledge. No, absolutely. And that's your point. And that's why word pictures are so effective. You had a client early on, if I remember correctly in the book, Alyssa, I'm thinking of, the little girl who really illuminated this for you. Tell us that. Think about this. And, And Greg, you know, we do counseling and and you guys do a lot of coffee cup counseling you know but when you're dealing with kids in particular um so i was working with this young lady who was uh, had been through some traumatic uh things and so you know try saying to a 10 year old okay honey how are you feeling right <laughs> You know, and then go, try that oh, no. with a seventeen year Try that with a seventeen year old. Fine. Well, fine. Yeah, fine. Why are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so she comes in and of course, you know, I know this has happened. That's why the mom's there and the little ten year old. But what I did is I cut out a whole bunch of so I do this with all these kids, but I do it with adults too sometimes, is I cut out a bunch of pictures. And I laid them on the table. So like for magazines, now you'd, you'd go to Google and you'd print off images, you know. But um, I'd cut out a bunch of pictures and laid And there were sunsets and, mm. you know, just different, all different yeah. kinds of things. And one of them was a submarine coming up. It was, a, it was from one of those Navy, you know, recruiter uh, kind Brochures, of ads. Yeah. And the submarine's coming up out of the water. Mm. And, but, but I just laid out all of them. And I go, well, honey, do me a favor. Which one of those describes where you're at today? And she reaches over instantly and picks up the submarine. I go, how come? She goes, well, I, ever since this happened, never said what it was, ever since this happened, she goes, I feel like I'm underwater. Now, I got a periscope, and I can see everybody, but nobody can see me anymore. And so guess what the next six sessions were? Were, is there anybody down there with you? Are there lights on? Is Jesus in there? What would it take to, Uh hey, how do we build a dock so you can pull the submarine in? And what would it take to come out of the submarine? And they're they're called therapeutic metaphors in counseling, you know. But they're emotional word pictures. It's being able to help somebody, you know, move an issue away from us enough where all of a sudden we get the picture. Well, it helps, yeah, it helps someone who may struggle to articulate what they're feeling. Yeah. Uh, describe it in pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. Have and you I used that, Greg? I, I do. I, I love how word pictures really help you experience someone's word versus just hearing it. And I think this is especially true for guys. Yeah. You know, as we talk, I'm listening for the point. What's the purpose of this conversation? <laughs> do I need to fix something, decide something, solve something? And so that's all very logical. And, and that's how we're, we're wired. That's a good thing. God created us that way. But within a relationship, 
that strength doesn't always work or it's not as effective as we hope it could be. With my son, we have an adopted daughter from, from China. We've had her in our home for now seven years. And my son and my daughter, they fight like cats and dogs, and it's so frustrating. Like normal. Like yeah. normal. <laughs> but there, there's ways in which, I mean, he's he's about you know six years older than she is. And I keep trying to say, you've, you've got to be more of a mentor with her and quit doing this bickering stuff. But but he's not, nothing hit until the other day. I said, Gerson, what would it be like if, as a basketball player, so he loves basketball, that's his yeah, interest. Yeah. I said, imagine that you've had this amazing season, all-star here in Colorado Springs, and you won the title. And then all of a sudden... You were moved from Colorado Springs. You don't know anybody. You're a stranger. The sights, the sounds, the smells, everything's very different. You're placed on this basketball team. You don't know anybody. And what would that be like? And he goes, oh, I'd be, I'd hate that. It'd be confusing, be lonely. And I said, but then what if like one of the star players on this new team really befriends you and kind of takes you under his wing and introduces you to people and 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 just comes alongside of you what would that be like that'd be great i mean i I would need that i said garrison annie is like you that basketball player that's been moved away to a very new team she didn't know anybody it's all different i mean even hearing it greg it, it goes deeper yeah Yeah. again you can have that kind of intellectual connection be told what to do you could say hey straighten up Treat your sister like she's part of this family. Right. Give her direction. Right. You're the older brother. Act like that. Right. Yeah. Doesn't well, she have gets the it same, up there in his brain. Yeah, he doesn't hears have that. the same connection. Yeah. And I appreciate that vulnerability. Yeah. But that's a great uh, but he illustration. Got it. I mean, yeah, instantly he, got it. he yeah. just went, Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. All right, John. So how, how can we create yeah. um, word pictures in our own lives, especially if, if we're not creative in our nature? Yeah. Well, I mean, people... We hear that all the time. Oh, I'm just not creative. But we do use, use word pictures. I'm a left all. brain guy. Yeah. Okay. But, um, well, we set up a whole website. And um, one of the things you can download is 101 word pictures. And <laughs> it's word pictures that Gary and I came up with and used with people and have shared. And so it's a great way to realize as you read them, oh, okay, I get it, you know. But I think, again, there's so many places we can find word pictures. You can use an object. You can use a story, kind of like uh, earlier that Greg shared. Uh, I, I remember uh, when I was going on a trip with your dad, uh, uh, <laughs> Greg, and I was going to be gone for a few days, and our kids were young. Now, let me tell you, the hardest job on the planet, I think, is what? Raising small kids. It's not flying around, and sure, we get planes delayed, but we're going out to dinner with people, and you know, we get to sleep without being interrupted. Well, here's Cindy, my precious, awesome wife, and the two girls she's got to take care of now for three days. And, um, with I was no tra- break. Yeah, with no break <laughs> yeah. and no help. And I'm thinking, how can I really thank her for that? And we're playing in the backyard, and you guys are old enough. Greg isn't, but you guys are old <laughs> enough. Do you remember clotheslines? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, if you don't know what a clothesline is, okay, back before <laughs> dryers, yeah, um, you know. So oh, we this had a, is we making had a, us old. I know we had a dryer, but but what I'm getting at is, is you put a clothesline up. Well, what is it? What would you do? You'd put the clothes up, and then you'd use a clothespin, right? So nobody knows what a clothespin anymore, but it used to hold the clothes so the wind wouldn't blow the clothes in the ground. Well, we were playing out in the back. Cindy's getting dinner ready, and um, I'm getting ready to go on the trip, and I'm thinking about how can I praise her and encourage her. And one of the girls comes running up to me and hands me a clothespin. And 
it huh. was like, what, and what's this, Dad? And I go, oh, explain it. And as we're walking in, I realize. So we walk in, and I, I tap Cindy. She's cooking dinner. You know, I tap her on the shoulder, and I go, I want you to know something. You know, I'm leaving tomorrow, but I want you to know that this is you. And I hand her this <laughs> clothes fan. And it's old. It's wooden. It's not quite as bad as telling her she's a cow. She's a cow, but, but pretty close. <laughs> you know, it's it's, not much right. better. it's rusty. One. It's rusty. You know, she goes, oh, great. I'm falling apart. <laughs> I go, no, 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 wait a minute. I go, pretend this is a solid gold clothespin. I go, you do such a great job of holding everything together. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, when I have to go on a trip, man, you just hold everything together. And I am so grateful that God has given me you and you're like a solid gold clothespin. That's good. Well, here's the deal. I come back three days later. What she she's painted it white. Oh. She's drawn a little red heart on it. It's uh, got a magnet on the back. And where is it? Even today, where it's right on, on the refrigerator. refrigerator. <laughs> because what's really important goes right on the refrigerator. Yeah. And it's like I'm a clothespin, yeah. you know, or I'm a ten cow. <laughs> did she? Did or, she say? Now, John, here's my word picture for you. You're the wind <laughs> <laughs> that blows chaos every day. <laughs> I would have been thinking. You were the stormy You got him going. Hey, Greg, yeah. I do want to honor your dad. Yeah. And John, you worked with Gary for so many years, and I think most of the Christian community knows the two of you as this dynamic duo that yeah. wrote books like The Language of Love and so much more. Uh, did your dad use oh. a poignant uh, word picture for you when All you were time. when you were naughty particularly? <laughs> <laughs> I want the bad stories. <laughs> he did he would say things to my brother and I like if we were getting in trouble, we were misbehaving, he'd say, "Hey boys, you stop that or I'm going to blast your bottom off." <laughs> Is that Which, a word picture? Or well, because we would imagine little sticks of dynamite <laughs> strapped to our to our back ends, and he did that funny. But we knew that yeah. okay, we better that's beyond we better the change pale. course do here. That. He, well, I remember one time when when John and my dad would go and speak, uh, and and when he would come home. There was a way in which, and I didn't even really know this was going on, but but he would feel rejected by me. Like he would come home, love my dad, love being with him. So when he would leave, I guess I would punish him in a sense. When he'd come home, I'd ignore him. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't remember doing this. And so instead of just telling me, you know, hey, stop ignoring me and I'm your father and you need to respect me and that's not very kind, he he came and, and again, I was into basketball like my son. So he used this analogy of, you know, we're we're on a team together, and you know you've got the star player who's just doing amazing, but then gets injured, hurts his neck, he's out for a while, and whereas before as the star player everybody was talking to him and hanging around him, now he's been injured for a while, everybody kind of has left him alone, mm. it's kind of ignored him, he feels real alone. He goes, well, what would that be like? And and I could instantly feel what that would be like yeah that would be so frustrating because you want to be with everybody but you can't help it you're injured and yet everybody's ignoring this player and he goes i feel like that we're on a team and i feel like that that i was that star player who who's when i leave to do a seminar it's kind of like i'm injured i'm away and then when i come back expecting to reunite and connect you're just you're gone You, you 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 ignore me and it instantly helped me to feel that. I could feel yeah. and went, Dad, I'm so, I, I, you know, I don't know why, and I'm so sorry if that's how you felt. Mm-hmm. 
But as John was saying, I, I think the beauty of a word picture is that you get into the story, you, you feel it. These words come alive. They intensify. So instantly I was moved to a place of going, man, that's the last thing I want you to feel. And I am, I am so sorry. And that changed sort of that that dynamic. Yeah. But he used these all the time. His oh, favorite yeah. one, remember when we'd be out and he was frustrated with someone, he'd say, oh, that guy's like one taco shy of a combination plate. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a go, bad way to use a word picture, but yeah. it sure communicates. He was thinking in those <laughs> ways. That was his choice. Yeah. Well, it was just funny how he hey, used you to know, do that. Let me, let me paint a little word picture here. Um, there's a wife who is hurting. She's frustrated because she, you know, she doesn't feel like her husband is listening to her anymore. Their marriage is cold. The romance has fallen away. Um, maybe they're living more like roommates. That's one we hear often here yeah. at Focus. My husband and I, we're more like roommates. How can she use a word picture to crack open that situation to say, I need to be fed. I need nourishment. Yeah. What would that word picture look like? Well, you know, we started off with me talking about Cindy serving me a book. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's how I got the picture. But I think it's so helpful for somebody to, you know, uh, help that other person by, again, what is it in their life that that is a word picture that really communicates? I remember teaching this. Remember pro athlete conferences? I do those with your dad. And I know you came to some of those. And there was a pro bass fisherman there. And I remember he, you know, one time I I was saying, well, hey, how do you – uh, what's a word picture you could share? And it goes, well, my wife is like a rubber worm dipped in cra- crawdad juice. <laughs> Maybe is, not that one. Well, not that one, but I mean, he's a bass fisherman. So it made t- total sense to him, you know. But what I'm getting is, is you know, his wife is like, I'm a worm, you know. But if if that person that's really hurting, you know, can use that word picture, that object. Um, just a, a, a quick example. Let's say that the husband who she really wants to connect with is kind of like uh, right now today, everybody uses their phone for right. everything, right? Yes. And so she'd say, hey, let me ask you a question. Um, I don't know why, but your phone's gone. And uh, and I don't know what happened, but you know it's it's gone. Well, what do you mean my phone's gone? Because the average person that's right. panic and say, well, no, it's, it really isn't uh, gone. But you know what? What would you feel like if that phone was gone and you couldn't just run to the store and get another one? Got run I mean, over by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you know what I feel like. Um, what's happened is is we've just kind of lost that connection point. And boy, what would it be like if we could sit down and talk? And so that's just one word picture. And uh, I think that'll be fun. Well, that's it. Greg and John, man, thank you for helping us better understand that. This is good for marriage and parenting. I think we've heard illustrations Mm -hmm. for both. And it's really good for human communication. We started the program talking about how Jesus used word pictures. And it's so true. So if the Lord is doing that to connect us, not just intellectually, but emotionally at the heart level, Uh, Maybe we should become great students and great teachers of this methodology. Hey, you know, word picture for Focus on the Family is uh, you guys have never seen Pike's Peak, have you? I have. (laughs) It's right out the window. It's right outside the window. You probably saw it this morning. But if people haven't seen it, just picture the Matterhorn. It looks so beautiful. It's got snow on it today. But, man, yesterday I couldn't see it. It was all clouded. Mm. But I knew it was there. And now today it's spectacular. And, you know, that's Focus on the Family. That's very Is they have... uh, 
um, you just stay the course and you're that rock that a lot of us for all these years have, uh, even when it gets tough and things get cloudy, man, uh, mm. Pikes Peak is there and so is Focus. Well, I appreciate that. That's quite a testament to mm. what the Lord has done through yeah. Focus. And uh, uh, John and Greg, thanks again for being with us. This is really good stuff. This thanks. is fun. Thanks. been a lot of fun. Thanks, Greg, for jumping in. <laughs> Well, we hope it's been an insightful conversation for you as we've looked at how you can use the power of word pictures to uh, help communicate with your spouse and kids and others as well. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller. With lack of communication being one of the most common reasons for marital breakup, Wouldn't it be incredibly powerful if we could all learn this kind of language in our marriages? I've taken so much out of today's discussion, and even as I was listening, word pictures were forming in my head that I want to use to communicate with my husband and my children too. And the resource that was mentioned today is going to help you to use communication effectively as well. It's called The Language of Love and shows you how emotional word pictures can infuse understanding and intimacy into all of your relationships. You can find that online at safamily.co.za or give us a call on 031-716-3300. When you visit our website, I'd like to direct your attention to two things. First is our online marriage assessment, which will help you to find out your marriage's strengths and weaknesses. It'll only take you about 10 minutes to complete, so why not click on the link and get started? And while you're online, also look out for an opportunity to partner with Focus, because every day our counseling team hears from people ready to give up, hurting marriages, broken families, people in despair. But when we give them the gift of family, They have hope for the future. Help us save and strengthen more marriages today when you join Focus on the Family's Give the Gift of Family campaign. You can make your donation online at www.safamily.co.za. You can also send us your contribution via EFT. All the details are on our website. For Focus on the Family Africa, I'm Alison Schnell, inviting you to join us next time when we'll once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.